Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Today's topic, my $15,000 car is still going strong and I haven't spent a cent on it. Michael, this is actually your topic. I feel like this is one of those things that every podcast we say, this should be a pretty quick podcast. But I feel like this this podcast, the title should say everything. But please elaborate. For the, so, let, let me set the scene. So, um, episode three of the Money Over 50 podcast, yeah, which It's one of all-time greats, actually. Back on 15th of January 2009, yeah, which we, we, we certainly consider it to be one of the early classics. Um uh, the topic was drive a fifteen thousand dollar car to draw an extra seven hundred and seventeen thousand dollars in retirement. So, so um, if you haven't listened to it, go back and have a listen. Uh, we won't go into too much um, more about the specifics of that podcast. Mm. Um, apart from saying that that if you could own a car yep. and put what you would normally put in repayments yep. towards a finance car, which is yep. about fifteen thousand dollars a year on average. Mm. If you could put that instead of going into car repayments continually uh, and you could put that into your superannuation fund, mm. where would you be yep. and what type of difference would you have in retirement? Um, we worked out you'd be able to draw up to an extra $1,717,000 of retirement income by just doing that for the last 15 years of your working life. So um, in that podcast, we spoke about uh, the fact that I sold my my formerly expensive car. So, full disclosure here, I drove a Holden Monaro. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, a beautiful car. We had two kids and uh, couldn't get baby seats in in, in a two-door coupe <laughs> and uh, and all those types of things. So, sold it, bought a $15,000 2010 second-hand Falcon, Ford Falcon G6 with yeah. leather leather seats. Um, oh, no, sweet. The leather seats are important because then when you get kids jamming biscuits in the back and spilling you know, juice all over it, you can just wipe it off. Yeah. Well, I bought, I bought the car in mid-2017 yep. and we're now just over mid-2021. So, I've had the car for four years. Yep. Um, so, I just thought I'd reflect on what difference that's made to me financially over that yep. period of time. Yep. So, so, based on me uh, not having taken on finance for a car in mid-2017, which I could have done, Mm -hmm. could have bought an expensive car um, uh, when I sold my my beautiful Holden Monaro. Could have bought an expensive car, could have financed that, could have leased it, could have done any number of things. I didn't. I paid cash for a car. So over that period of time, I've actually been able to put what I would have put in loan repayments or or um, lease plan repayments or whatever you want to want to call them, um, higher purchase, however you however you, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. whatever methodology it is, yeah. it's about fifteen thousand dollars of repayments we see as an average uh, yeah. vehicle Same. repayment vehicle finance repayment uh, per year. So um, I've instead put that money into my superannuation fund yep. over the last four years. So fifteen thousand dollars a year times four years. Uh, of course, that adds up to sixty thousand dollars that's gone into my super. Mm-hmm. Um, now I've paid fifteen percent tax on the way in, so I've lost nine thousand dollars in tax to, to leave me with fifty one thousand dollars of net benefit. Mm-hmm. 
but I have claimed the sixty thousand dollars of as contributions a, as, a, as, a, as a tax deduction as a tax deduction at an average rate of thirty four and a half percent. So, um, so effectively, I've received twenty thousand seven hundred dollars of extra yep. tax benefit yep. back in the form of of tax returns. So. Um, I've got about seventy one thousand seven hundred dollars of accumulated benefit there yeah, right. over over four years plus um, yeah. plus the return yeah. on that as well, which I haven't gone into because yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it would sort of dilute a little yeah. bit and hard. Yeah. But basically, um, I guess my comments are that that four years has flown by. Yeah, over so, the last period so of time, I haven't been driving around in my thinking. Geez, I need Falcon a flash car. Thinking I need a flash car. No. I'm, I'm seventy one thousand seven hundred dollars better off. Well, that so because and, of it. You know, you know, I'm big on this thing of. The concept of if four years ago, and this is whether consciously or unconsciously, this is the decision that you made four years ago. Was you went in four years' time, I can either I can either drive a flasher car, and in four years' time, be driving around in a four-year-old car, and have have and on the on the passenger seat beside me, I've got a brown paper bag with no cash in it, mm. or I can in four years' time, okay, now I can be driving around in my Falcon. I've driven around for four years. And in four years' time, I'm driving around, and on the passenger seat beside me, there's a brown paper bag with seventy-one thousand dollars in it. Yeah. Like that's that's I think. You imagine if you lean over and pick up the brown paper bag and give it a shake, and yeah. think about the weight of that cash. Yeah. And then think about the holiday. For example, think about the holidays that you could use that money for over the next ten years of your life. Yep. It's it's an amazing amount of money for for it. And that's the only difference is, is that for four years, you've been driving around in a nicer car or a not as nice car. But as you say, you're not driving around, you know, you're not push biking to and from work, even though no. you're 300 meters away. But <laughs> that's, that's the, I think that's the point. If we can try and make that as concrete as possible, lean over on your passenger side, mm. pick up the brown paper bag, give it a shake. And I have no idea how, how much $71,000 in cash would be, but I imagine it would be relatively heavy and it would be a Fair, a fair bit of cash there and and then think about what you can do with that money and how much fun and and how many good experiences you could have with that cash yeah and look that's just over four years yeah. where, where it really compounds out is yeah. if we do that over 15 years yeah and then we've got that yeah. extra sum of money yeah and then um and 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 then what you can draw from that in retirement which episode three goes into yeah the key point yeah I haven't spent a cent on this car in four years. <laughs> so, that, so, so, so gonna, other, other than other than so other than the normal servicing, yeah, which I've started to taper off anyway because yeah. I figure the car's probably only worth yeah under ten thousand dollars now yeah. sale of value. Yeah, um, uh, uh, the normal cost, the normal yeah. cost. Nothing has broken on that vehicle. Yeah. Now I think people's justification. We hear this a lot when they go to buy an expensive car is. I own this car already. Uh yeah, it's getting a bit old. I'm, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna run into some yep. some problems. Some I'm gonna have to start fixing it up. Yep. It's in my best interest financially if yep. I buy yep. an expensive car. Yep. Um so actually maybe I've got lucky, uh, but I haven't spent a cent on it over that period of time. But I think the point is, even if I had to repair it, it wasn't gonna add up to anywhere well, near seventy. Here's how I think of it, right? So you're four years in? Yeah, you, you've been driving this. You've been driving this car around for four years with a brown paper bag with seventy-one thousand dollars cash on it. Hmm. Even if, even if every year or two, you'd wheeled the car into the mechanic and they'd said, "Oh, actually, you, uh, your left side engine mount's broken. It needs to be fixed. That'll be six hundred dollars." 
you open your brown paper bag, you take out six $100 notes, you hand them to the mechanic, you yep. still have $70,400. Yep. You go back in two years later, they say, oh, actually, your radiator is buggered. That'll be $1,500. Yep. Cool. I'll open my brown paper bag. I'll take out 15 by $100 notes. I'll hand that to the mechanic. I still got $70,000 in there. Like that's the difference between what you would have had what you have in that brown paper bag, and what even even if you had a bad run with that car, mm. still a lot of cash in that in that there's brown a, paper bag. There's a bag. lot of cash, and the and the it's a it's a reasonably nice looking car. It's, yeah, a, right, it's yeah. a reliable car. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if you're listening right now, yeah, just yeah. Google yeah. Ford Falcon 2010 G6, yeah. and just see what comes up. I mean, yeah. it's not it's it, yeah sure it doesn't look like a a, yeah. a, a Porsche. No, <laughs> uh, or a uh, or an Audi or anything like that. Yep. But it's a, it's a reasonably nice looking car. It's a reliable car. It's a yep. safe car. Yeah. Um. And I'm sitting here now, four years later, with an extra seventy one thousand seven hundred dollars yep. because yep. I decided not to finance a car at that point in time. I decided to to well, pay cash. And I think the, so. The other thing that I think about now, I'm thinking about anyone who's listening to this and going, yeah, but yeah, but what about this? So, so you so you had that car and you've got your brown paper bag and you've only got $70,000 left in it because you've given $2,000 to the mechanic and you wheel it into the mechanic and they go, actually, you've had a real, you've bought a real lemon here. It's only lasted yeah. four years. Now it's it's a write-off. It's buggered. Yeah. You take, you set, you open your bag with $70,000 cash in it. You take out $15,000. You hand that to the car yard. You replace the car. Yeah. You still got $55,000 in, in, yeah. in the brown paper bag. It, it's yep. It's like you say. It's not. It's that's not going to happen because it's not mm. a lemon. You you can buy a really good reliable car for fifteen grand, mm. and in four years' time, if if you do, and that's it. People's big. I think people's big fear with this is 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 the you know the amount of people you know people say you know on average they'd be fine, but I'm just my luck. I'd be just the sort of person that'd get the car that's a lemon. It only lasts me four years. You're still better off. Even even if you even if you bought. <laughs> four lemons in a row over the mm. next 16 years, you are still far better off. That that brown paper bag just keeps filling up with cash. Mm. You're still going to be way better off um, from from doing that along the way. Um, yeah, look, it, it does fill up with cash. Like thinking of it in those terms, mm. like you look at the difference that four years makes, mm. um, which we all, we I mean, everyone that's listening would comment every year, oh, yeah. the year's just flown by. Yeah. Yep. So you put four of those together, that, that, yeah. that, that, that flies by. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a significant sum of money to yeah. have to have in your hand. Yep. Uh, effectively, mm. e- effectively, I've got an extra fifty one thousand dollars after tax in my super fund. Sixty yep. four times fifteen thousand dollars have gone in. Yeah, sixty thousand dollars in total. I've paid fifteen percent tax, so it's 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 nine thousand dollars come out. My balance is an extra fifty one thousand dollars higher, plus the growth that I've returned that, that that I've received. Yep, which we'll ignore for the moment. Yep. Um, and I've got income over twenty thousand dollars of income tax returns. Yep. Uh, increased income tax returns. Um, yep. Now, um, yeah, if you are able to claim the vehicle as a tax deduction, yep. and you're paying fifteen thousand dollars in finance, you you would claw back some of that that tax saving. Yep. yep. But you wouldn't claw back the other amount. No, you that, that's exactly right. You, yeah. you you might instead of having seventy thousand dollars in in the envelope beside you on the seat, you you might have ten thousand dollars, which mm. is your tax savings. It, yeah. It's not. It's nowhere near the same amount of money. The other, the other one that I hear a lot, because we're talking about the financing of the car, the other important thing to bear in mind is that even if you had the cash, so say, for example, you bought a $15,000 car, you could have gone and bought a $65,000 car. If you had $65,000 in the bank, mm. 
the important there's still an opportunity cost to using that. So we're not <laughs> it's it's not just that we're not saying probably don't finance a car. The, the financing no. mechanism is only one part of it. No, it's, a, it's is, only because people usually finance a vehicle. So it's, yeah, that's it's, right. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Yes, you're right. But it, it doesn't it, matter. Yeah, even if you're think, sitting there going, yeah, but uh, you're talking about buying an expensive car and finance. I'm just I'm going to pay cash for the eighty thousand dollar Land Cruiser or whatever it is. Mm. It's still the same concept. The comparison in four years' time is still, you know, I've spent I spent that money on that car. That's money that I then didn't mm. have to put in my super fund. And yes. this, you know, then the flow on of all that is is you know obviously as we talk about all these podcasts, everyone's situation is a bit different. And and if mm. if you're listening to this and you're going, well, I don't I don't want the envelope for fifty thousand dollars. I want to drive the really nice car. Yeah. Then more power to you. We're not saying that. Our decision of how we spend our money is what. Look, there's you a couple. Do. There's a couple of ways to think about that too. I've yeah. thought of that. So, yeah. so, so usually we think do or do not. Yeah. Or like say, yeah. the third option is that. So what I've done for for the last four years mm. has put me in a seventy one thousand dollar better position. Mm. If I wanted to, I could go and finance a seventy one thousand dollar car yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Or, or pay cash. Or pay for cash it. for it. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like it's yeah. it's um. Uh, yeah, I've got that money. That money's behind me. Yes, that's seventy one thousand yeah, dollars. That, yeah. that, that's so. Yeah, yeah. That, that's another way to think of it as well. Yeah. yeah, and it might even be, hey, um, the car that I've got currently under finance is coming to its balloon payment. Yeah, and it's going to be a fifteen thousand dollars balloon payment. Yep. Now, car dealerships are set up to sell you another car. Yeah, like like you yeah. hand back that car yep. and they put you straight into another one. Yep. And you continue the finance payment. So, so maybe the decision is, hey, do I just come up with fifteen thousand dollars somehow? Yeah. Do I pay this balloon payment out now, yep. and it'll keep driving this thing for the next five years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then, if it I've runs got, into trouble, because like, all of that money is then behind you. Yes. You know, you, yeah. You, yeah. You, you're, you're doing that then. You've yep. paid the. You've, yep. you've, you're running in front rather than running. You're behind. running in front. Yeah. Yep. You're running yep. in front. So no. there's there's plenty of different options that you can look at. No, that's right. That's that's a really good example, and and I, I think I I like these sorts of um, concrete examples where, um, as you say, I've, I've heard this so many times where you go, because I've had the same experiences with <laughs> with I've driven old used cars all my life, um, mm. and again maybe I've just been lucky, but everyone that I talk to that turns over and buys a new car every four years ago, yeah, well, you know, I turn over my car before it, before it cost me too much money. I'm going, where are these cars that are costing all this money? Like, I, yeah. I've never run across one. Like, I, yeah. I, I've i spent a little bit of money at mechanics, but in my whole life, you know, it, it has been a vanishingly small percentage compared mm. to what it would have cost for me to have a new car for, mm. for the, you know, since I, since I got my license. It, it's yeah. just, I think that, uh, the, that's a concrete example. Your exact fifteen thousand dollar car. This isn't a theoretical fifteen thousand dollar car. This is the car that you're talking about. It, it is a. It's a, it's a literal fifteen thousand dollar car. It costs me fifteen thousand dollars. I mean, if I, we we want to be truly fair, let's deduct the fifteen thousand dollars that I parted with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Back in two thousand and seventeen, yeah. and say seventy one thousand yeah, less minus. fifteen thousand dollars yeah. is a. Uh, well, well, we could, but we that, could, that's a, that's yeah. that's going to amortize out yeah. over you know in the next few years as yeah. well. So so um, yeah. each but, year that we go, yeah, yeah, it's 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 just more money behind yeah. me. The, yeah. the, each year that I drive this car, it's that, more money behind and me. And that's where I keep. Uh, and I don't know what that's the mental image I have when it comes to cars is the brown paper bag on the seat. And we've talked mm. about this similar things, for example, with uh, business class flights. Whenever someone says, I want to fly business class, I think you can do that, 
or mm. you sit on the economy flight for 13 hours. When you land at the other end, the hostess, as you go to walk off, the hostess goes, enjoy your stay, enjoy your holiday. Your hostess goes, here's, a, here's an envelope with $4,000 cash in it. That's the difference yeah. between what you paid for your economy flight and your business class flight. Mm. It, it's, you, you'd open the envelope and you go, whoa, I can yeah, imagine what I can money do with to that. Spend. Yeah. I think there's a lot of these sorts of things and, and you know this is a concrete literal example, but when it comes to a lot of other examples, even though we don't use cash in our modern world, it, it can be a handy way to think of it as like, what's the what's the weight of that envelope or that brown paper bag full of cash, and and what can I, you know, how much can I do with that cash? It, it's very easy when numbers are just on a computer screen or mm. they're on a lease agreement on a one page A four sheet of paper. You sign off, oh, it's this much dollars per week. <laughs> Making it as concrete as possible um, is is a really handy way to think through the, the flow on effects of that. Mm. Yeah, look, absolutely, because you need to be able to, to look at the opportunity cost. Mm. the opportunity cost of, of instead of putting that money towards yeah. repayments yeah. that I'm going to con- more than likely continue to do into yeah. perpetuity because, yeah. because you know, when it comes time to, the, 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 to, to pay the balloon payment, I'm not going to have that money yeah. yep. and, and they're going to put me into another new one, newer yeah. model. Yeah. Um, what is the alternative? And the alternative... Uh, yeah, go back to episode three if you haven't listened to it. Yeah. Um, it it's one of those ones where we think yeah. that makes such a better, bigger, better um, lifestyle enhancement than actually the new car smell. Yeah, there's something in this the the, the wording which the running in front, and I think you touched on that point to stand. And it's I'm now digressing into other concepts, but the running in front versus the running behind thing you know we did that podcast the other day that was um, you know when you borrow money you're borrowing it from your future self mm. there's there's really a divergence of two outcomes and and cars are the concrete example but you you leave home you're 17 or you're 18 you either you either buy a, a piece of crap for not much money and you, and you you've scrimped and saved and and you've put saved a little bit through your part-time job in high school and you go and pay cash for that car you either do that or you finance a new car. In the extreme, you mm. either do that or you finance a new car at 18. Mm. You finance that new car at 18, that generally continues on You're doing that pretty forever. much forever. You're yeah. running behind. You're constantly just behind because, as you say, you get to the end of that mm. lease payment. Oh, there's that balloon. I'm, I'm not in the habit of actually having to give that up every week, so I'll just roll it into the next one, the next one, mm. the next one. So it's it's kind of like a... The, these decisions individually, yes, they make they make a pretty big concrete difference. But it's also then the flow on effects of mm. if you become the sort of person that's running in front with your money and you're saving and then purchasing things versus mm. buying now and paying for it later, it is just a very different dynamic and it's a very different feeling of how you're spending your money and how you think about those those purchases. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.